Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the club. The club is Apple Fitness Plus, the first fitness service powered by Apple Watch. With 11 different workout types, including HIT, yoga, and even meditation. The club is available anytime on your iPhone, iPad, or Apple TV. We've got welcoming trainers, motivating music, and metrics, like your calories and heart rate on screen. Apple Fitness Plus. Welcome to the club. Let's go. Requires an Apple Fitness Plus subscription. Apple Watch Series 3 or later and iPhone 6S or later. The moment we've been waiting for since September is finally here. In honor of the big game, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code RJBell and get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code RJBell at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. 21 plus minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for a full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the TN Redline 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 888-789-7777. Or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY. Or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Tested positive for COVID-19? You have options. The Active 6 study is researching existing medications to learn if they may also help people with COVID feel better faster. The best part? You can participate from the comfort of your own home. We'll send medications to you, and you'll take online surveys from your couch. Learn how you can quarantine and take part in much-needed COVID research all at the same time. Visit researchfromhome.org. That's researchfromhome.org. Well, they say April flowers bring May showers, but so far they haven't brought back any of the games in the field. 
But you can always count on the Fox Sports Radio family for some lively dialogue. And tonight is no different. Sports, they're entertainment. But they're more than that. They're a shared experience as such. People want to talk about them. So pull up a chair, join the party. For the next hour, we have but one goal, to simply enjoy ourselves. I'm Bernie Fratto. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. So go to geico.com for a free rate quote. The NFL is the one sport that frankly hasn't missed a beat. Free agency activity and the NFL draft results are in the books. So tonight we're going to dive into some of the hot topics that are starting to emerge. By the way, does Bill Belichick have something up his sleeve? Has the rest of the AFC East finally caught up with the Patriots? And oh yeah, did the Tampa Bay Bucks warrant the market reaction that's happened in the last couple of weeks? Later in the show, I want to address the elephant in the last dance room as we preview episodes five and six, which will air tomorrow night. And I'm going to tell the tale. I have the real backstory as to how and why Isaiah Thomas was left off the 1992 Dream Team. Yes, I have the goods, and I'm going to share it with you. And we'll also tease ahead to what you're going to see Sunday night. And, oh, did I manage to bury the lead tonight? Yes. Tonight in studio, we have the hardest-working man in rock and roll, the only two-time winner of the Hilton, now Westgate Super Contest. It's, of course, Steve Fezzik. This is Straight out of Vegas, the pregame show you always wanted. As they say in Kirby Puckett, Minnesota, it's going to be lit. Before we tee things up, though, I want to give a shout-out to one of our listeners. He's a great supporter of Fox Sports Radio. He's a terrific follower or terrific follow on Twitter. He's a very observant guy. Shout-out to Chewy from Houston. And you can follow him on Twitter at LilChewy713, L-I-L-C-H-U-Y-713. A great supporter of Fox Sports Radio, a listener to this show, a listener to Arnie and Aaron. And again, I follow him. It's He's a good follow, Fez. He's a has some interesting takes, and as I said, he's very observant. Thanks, Chewy. So let's dive into it, Fez. Uh, as David Brinkley used to say on Meet the Press, the news since the morning news, Andy Dalton, the Red Rifle, finds his way back to his home state of Texas, Texas as a new, the newest member of the Dallas Cowboys. What do you make of it? Yeah, Andy Dalton, not just a really good backup quarterback. I can make the case he's a capable starting quarterback. If you look at his last four years, Andy Dalton, in terms of QBR, has averaged the 22nd best quarterback in the league, so a little bit below average. Now, the year before that, he was third, so he certainly has a potential to be a good enough quarterback to even, I shudder to say it, Bernie, win a Super Bowl full style. But uh, this is really a great signing by Dallas to pick him up. Cooper Rush was a horrible backup quarterback. So with uh, Andy Dalton you know, behind Dak, great signing by the Cowboys. That would be Cooper Rush from Central Michigan. Looks like his days are probably numbered. But think about it here. I know it's against a lot of practice psychology without a license, but with Dak essentially unsigned, as it were, they can franchise tag him. He apparently doesn't want that. They're in limbo. Jerry Jones always does this. He pays his guys, but it's always too late, and they always end up pissed off. What do you, what do you read into this Dalton thing? I just have a hard time. Three million guaranteed, seven million signing, and like you said, he's a starter. Now I don't know if they're all pissed off. I don't know if Amari Cooper's pissed off. I don't know if Zeke's upset. I think you think it's, these guys are still show, have a grudge from. I huh? think what happens is by the time they finally get their money, Jerry does this every time. It's too late. Hmm. 
They got, they'll take the money, but it could have been handled better. But let's not really bury the lead with respect to Andy Dalton because his QBR was not great. He is clearly on the downside, but he's taken so many snaps and he's had some quality wins in his career. And I think his arm strength is still there. And when you look at Dallas's offense, Fez, you add CeeDee Lamb, pair him up with Cooper. That almost assures that Michael Gallup, who was a nice ex-receiver last year, He's going to face one-on-one -on -one coverage. They were already the number one offense last year. Might they be even more efficient under Andy Dalton? Yeah, good call. You may well have three wide receivers. If Lamb has a big year, could all three be flirting with a thousand yard a season? There's only one football, and you got Zeke as well. I know I did play Cooper under 1,100 uh, receiving yards just because there are so many weapons. But my goodness. Dallas was already great, as you mentioned last year, number one offense in the NFL. Now they're even better. Going to be a lot of excitement in Big D. And should Dak get injured, I certainly think that Dalton can take over the reins. And remember who he was throwing to this past year, A.J. Green? No, out all year. A.J. only played nine games the year before. John Ross, we uh, breaking news. Shocker the Bengals don't pick up the fifth-year option on him. <laughs> He's been a bust other than Boyd. Um, Andy Dalton had no one to throw to with the Bengals. All right, let's stay in the quarterback theme situation. I want to touch on the Aaron Rodgers situation. I really didn't do it last week. Uh, Jordan Love is drafted by the Green Bay Packers. I'm baffled, and I'm going to tell you why. Because the Packers were 13-3 and last year. They need wide receivers. When you're 13-3, and is it fair to say you're close? You're close. In almost every case, I would agree with you. But I really think that the Packers 13-3 and was a fugazi. I get it. They're one win away from the Super Bowl. So you got to give them credit for that. And a lot of the additions they brought in on defense were very good. But uh, this was a team, just similar to Seattle, that was not nearly as good as their final record was. Here's what I want to look. The reason I am delving into this is simply because First of all, I don't think the Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre situation that took place back in 2005 is comparable to the Jordan Love Aaron Rodgers in 2020, and here's why. Ted Thompson and company watched in amazement as Rodgers fell to number 24, and they looked at each other and said, how did this happen? We've got to take him. They had him as the number 5-6 player going in the draft. They fell, or Aaron Rodgers fell in their lap. It only took the first or second practice to realize they had a transcendent player who could move, make plays with his feet, and had a terrific arm. He had Donald Driver on a fly pattern, and everybody turned their heads and said, oh, my God, we've got our guy. Favre wasn't quite ready to quit yet. He still played five more years, even though he went to a couple different teams. They moved up to get Jordan Love out of Utah State, to get a quarterback who clearly will not start for the next two years, who clearly doesn't help them this year, and they cannot, I will guarantee, well, I'm not going to say that, I will be stunned if Aaron Rodgers is in the starting quarterback in Green Bay for the next two years, if for no other reason, that they can't afford that dead cap money if they were to move him on. Yeah, just some enormous numbers. It's still pretty big if Aaron Rodgers wound up leaving three years from now, but in the first two years, it's so large that it's just not even viable at all for the Packers to trade him. So, uh, you know, they're stuck with Rodgers, and Rodgers is going to be upset. And I think you nailed it. It'd be one thing to take Jordan Love if they took him 30th, but to trade up to 26th and take him, and now you lose your fourth-round 
uh, draft pick, which could have been used on a wide receiver. And then in the second round, hey, hey, they took a running back. Okay, they got me some help on offense. Oh, no, they got a bruising back, A.J. Dillon, that in historically in his career at Boston College, 40 runs for every pass caught Bernie. A.J. Dillon doesn't catch passes. That's If I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm like, that's not going to help my numbers. They're, they're looking to go ground and pound. Do they even want me here? Well, that's Matt LaFleur's offense. He's a run-first guy, but he wasn't exactly a great offensive coordinator. If you look at his prior assignments, when he got to town, their, their offensive statistics dropped, and when he left town, their, off, you know, their offensive numbers improved. Let's move on. Green Bay's got their own problems. I don't really frankly care. I'm more interested, I'm more fascinated now with the AFC East because I think the Jets really improved. I think Miami really improved. The question is, has Fez, the AFC East, caught up with the New England Patriots? I think the New England Patriots have caught up to the AFC East, meaning the New England Patriots, I could see the wheels coming off, Bernie. I did some research here today. I went back and looked through, hey, New England you know, that's they did go twelve and four last year, and they had that dominating defensive performance for most of the year. Wow, it seems a little extreme. I know their season win number is nine currently, the same as Buffalo. Do we really expect New England to regress that much? And the answer is yes, I do expect them to regress that much. Just some of the um, concerning numbers. If you look at how New England did, they were so dominating the first half of the year. Well, part of the reason. Look at that schedule. Week two, they play Miami with Rosen at quarterback. Then they play the Jets with Falk at quarterback. They play Buffalo. Buffalo finishes that game with Barkley at quarterback. And they get to beat up on the Redskins with McCoy at quarterback. Look at all these backup quarterbacks. And then the Giants. And then finally, they play the Jets again week seven. Oh, Jets quarterback has mono and is just recovering. So everything fell perfectly for New England to absolutely bomb teams in the first half of the year. And that 4-5 and five finish at the end of the year, I think, is um, more indicative of how I expect New England to do against decent competition. And you nailed it. The rest of the division does all look to be improved. I think Miami improved tremendously. I really like what... Uh what Brian Flores is doing down there, they, I gave him an A in their free agency. They pick up Byron Jones, Kyle Van Noy, Shaq Lawson, Eric Flowers. The Dolphins spent a ton of money. They added six potential starters. They had an incredibly solid offseason. Look at the Jets. They, Fez, at the end of the year, the Jets were playing with four backup offensive linemen, and they actually did slightly better than the starters. So they needed offensive linemen. They get Makai Becton out of Louisville. They also pick up Denzel Mims, who's going to start. Both these guys are going to start. When you get two starters right away, I actually am not an Adam Gase hater. I think that we already know the, the, the Bills are going to compete. They, they were a playoff team last year. So you look at the Jets, you look at the Miami, they've improved. Um, the Dolphins have improved. So the the Patriots in an eight and eight point five, eight and a half win total, you gotta go under, don't you? Yeah, well, you gotta go under when it's nine everywhere. You're right. Harris has eight and a half, and everybody else has nine in the world. So absolutely I would look under nine. And you know, I like what the Jets did with their eleventh pick, taking Becton. I'm not a draft expert. I can't tell you who's good, who's not good, who's gonna perform over underperform, overperform. The GMs and their scouts know much more than me, but this I know. Becton was supposed to be picked about eighth in the draft. He's that monster, obviously, out of Louisville. And then he had a flagged uh, combine drug, uh, drug test, blood test. And because of that, he fell to 11. And we've seen that before. We saw that, remember, with Larry Tunzel when he fell all the way to 13th. He just got paid. All, all things being equal, uh, I think more often than not, when you see something like this, most of the 
um, the GMs and the teams tend to overreact a little bit, is my experience. And if you get someone who's 367 pounds that can run a 5-1, um, <laughs> sure looks like a good pick for the Jets. Now, I love Bilicek to death. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Bill Parcells never won a, uh, a Super Bowl without Bill Belichick by his side. But I am telling you that I think... This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Harold G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royals. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Belichick misses Brady a lot more than Brady misses him. What if I told you, Fez, that Belichick's career record before Brady as a head coach was 42 and 58? And you could say, well, he was stuck in Cleveland. What if I told you when he took over the Cleveland Browns, Bill Belichick, they had made the playoffs five of the previous six years. Belichick was also only five and 13 with Bledsoe as his starter. He was a first round pick. I could go on and on in terms of covering the spread points per game. Point differential, when Brady was there, 
Belichick won six Super Bowls. Brady is gone. I think New England's troubles run deep. How do you respond to Matt Castle going 11-5? and five? Real simple. The year before with the same roster, they won 18 games. They dropped all the way to seven, and that was a defense that had three or four Hall of Famers on it. No big deal. All right, that's a good rebuttal. I, I agree with you that Tom Brady, I'm both are critically important. And Bill Belichick sure. is, is my number one coach in the NFL, and he's so far in front of Andy Reid, my number two coach. Belichick, I would value as being worth three points to the point spread line. Andy Reid only one. That's how important Belichick is. However, it's still only three points. How much is Tom Brady worth? A healthy Five Tom and a half Brady six. in his prime. Absolutely. And so because of that, Brady was the more important component. It is great to have Steve Fezzik back in tonight. Coming up, we debate the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Brady's new team. He thinks, uh, well, Fez has a little different opinion about the Bucks than I do. So we'll slug it out here in just a second. Get your free credit scorecard today. Even if you're not a Discover customer, it includes your FICO credit score, and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. I'm Bernie Fratto. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. This is the pregame show you always wanted, so don't go away. You're listening to Straight Out of Vegas. Straight Out of Vegas! The great Bernie Fratto, folks. Welcome to the club. The club is Apple Fitness Plus, the first fitness service powered by Apple Watch with 11 different workout types, including HIIT, yoga, and even meditation. The club is available anytime on your iPhone, iPad, or Apple TV. We've got welcoming trainers, motivating music, and metrics like your calories and heart rate on screen. Apple Fitness Plus. Welcome to the club. Let's go. Requires an Apple Fitness Plus subscription. Apple Watch Series 3 or later and iPhone 6S or later. There's a recipe for getting your car running just right. And whatever you're cooking up in the garage, you'll find what you need at ebaymotors.com. They have over 122 million car parts and accessories in stock, all at the right prices. And that can help you turn your ride into something really tasty. The parts you need are just a click away at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Did you know fit is the root cause of the top complaints about condoms? But most condom wearers aren't aware that their pain points are caused by poor fit. Well, Trojan has you covered. Trojan condoms help protect against both unintended pregnancy and STDs. And Trojan has the reliability of a brand that has done this for over 100 years. In addition to fit, condom size and shape matter too. But 70% of men don't even know condom shapes exist. Well, Trojan has over 30 different varieties of condoms to choose from. You know which ones I love? The Trojan Bearskin Condoms, which is their thinnest line of condoms for a thin, natural feeling. Honestly, there are so many great options to choose from, we know you'll find the perfect fit. It's all about what feels right for you. So head over to TrojanBrands.com to find the right one for you. Feel your best. Get yours on. You're back on Straight Out of Vegas, the pregame show you always wanted. I'm Bernie Fratto coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. And what does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. Fez, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they're getting a guy named Tom Brady as their new quarterback. 219 regular season wins, 30 postseason wins, six Super Bowl wins. Four Super Bowl MVPs, all of them the most in history. They're replacing a guy who had 38 turnovers last year, Jameis Winston. 22 of those turnovers were inside Tampa Bay's own 39-yard line, imposing great stress on their defense. Oh, those picks, those 30 picks, 
Six of them fans were pick sixes. Six were on the opening drive. Six were in the fourth quarter when the Buccaneers had a lead. You clean that up, and they go from a 7-win team to a 10 or an 11-win team. I'm having an awful flashback to Jameis on his final pass with Tampa Bay throwing the pick six against Atlanta in Week 17, losing in overtime. So, yeah, first, first pass, last pass. He made a whole lot of mistakes. But the bottom line, even with all those mistakes, Bernie, we look at QBR to measure how good a quarterback is. And all those interceptions count very negatively against Jameis in his QBR. At the end of the year, Jameis Winston, number 16 in the league in QBR. Tom Brady is replacement, number 17 in the league in QBR. So at least in the stats, two equal quarterbacks last year. Certainly not equal weapons, though. Well, come on. Brady had 24 touchdowns, eight interceptions. He's going to take much better care of the ball. Tampa Bay, their defense was not that bad. Number five in turnovers. They were not horrible against the run. They had an excellent draft. Now, their offensive line wasn't great, so what do they do? They go out and get Tristan Wirfs out of Iowa, and they get Antoine Winfield Jr. out of Minnesota, a terrific cornerback just like his dad. He starts right away, day number one. They were 5-3 and three down the stretch, and Winston had 18 turnovers in those eight games. They started to clean things up even before the season ended. Again, Brady is going to take care of the football. He's going to make good decisions. Once he learns the terminology, I think this is a team under Bruce Arians who proved he could do it, has been Roethlisberger's coordinator, proved he could do it when he took over for Chuck Pagano in Indianapolis. They've got something going in in, in, uh, Tem- in uh, Tampa Bay. I agree with you. Tampa Bay won seven games last year, and they really should have won nine. But now their season win number is nine and a half to ten. As I've seen as high as ten. So you're asking Tampa Bay to win at least ten games, if not eleven, to cash your season win over bet. And I got to tell you, Bernie, you talk about the 219 Brady wins and all these other incredibly um, impressive statistics. I want to talk about another number too. Two is the number of wins the entire NFL has seen with a starting quarterback age 43 or older. Vinny, Vinny Testaverde, Vinny for crying out loud. In, for Wash your Carolina mouth. Panthers. Yep, and there are a lot of quarterbacks that were a whole lot better than Vinny Testaverde, like Brett Favre and Kenny Stabler and the like, that were supposed to like lead their teams to the promised lands, and then they hit the wall they fell off the cliff. I'm not saying Tom Brady's going to fall off the cliff, but it's certainly a possibility despite his avocado ice cream and his kale salads. Here's where I have a problem with that narrative because as I've debated, debated my good friend and colleague for 25 years, Rob Parker, about this, everybody was talking about the same thing, playback to tape, in August 2018. Brady's 41 years old, yada, yada, yada. What has he done since? Won a Super Bowl, went to the playoffs both years, 53 touchdowns, 19 interceptions. He may be 43 chronologically, which he'll turn on August 3rd. But you and I both know that biologically, that man is not 43. He's got a couple years left in him. There are always marvels, and he's one of them. And by the way, he doesn't have to do it all. And they went out and got Joe Haig from Indianapolis and Jason Pierre-Paul. I actually think defensively, offensively, and with the weapons that Brady has, and you cannot deny, he's got real weapons now, as good as he's ever had, guys that are going to get open and make plays after the catch. It's A lot of times when people advance this narrative about Brady to Tampa Bay, it's if he's got to do the whole thing himself. he got to sell popcorn. He's got to return kicks, play defense. No, he just has to – Brady, by the way, 
For some reason, the terminology I'm going to use to describe Brady seems to be a negative when you describe certain quarterbacks. But I think it applies here, and I say it as a compliment. Lost in the shuffle, Tom Brady is one of the best game managers of all time. No doubt about that. We saw that with Peyton Manning his last year. What was it? Uh, Something along the lines of two interceptions for every touchdown that he threw. But they still won a Super Bowl because of the game management, calling the right plays. And ultimately, it worked for Denver. And with all these weapons for Tampa, it may well work for Brady and company. I've just seen this movie too many times. i got to be honest. I've been predicting Brady's demise for years. And the fact that he finally fell statistically to just an average quarterback last year. He was number three in the league uh, three years ago, number six two years ago, and number 17 last year. That's not a good um, uh, linear line downward that we've been seeing. Most of the people that I've had this debate with believe I'm all wet for the simple reason they do not believe that Tampa Bay can get past the hump, which is the New Orleans Saints. And I say, come on, man. Breeze is 41 or 51 or what, 53, whatever. (laughs) And they bring but he's the, an old 41. He is an older 41. And oh, by the way, uh, and they were 5-0 and with Teddy Bridgewater last year. Oh, by the way, they pick up 54-year-old Malcolm Jenkins. Why do the people think that New Orleans is so much better? Although I will say this, the schedules are out, not in order, but I know who they play. New Orleans has the eighth uh, most favorable schedule next year. The cumulative winning percentage of teams they'll play against next year is 480. That helps. So it's going to come down to... Tampa Bay versus New Orleans, if they split, which I think they can do, then we'll see what happens. I just don't feel Atlanta's a factor. They came on last year after it didn't matter, and I think Carolina, you know, I I, I like Matt Rule, but I think it's, you know, and they drafted all defensive guys, right? First time in the history of the NFL where— Yeah, all seven rounds. So um, it's my long-winded way of saying, if not Tampa Bay, who do you like in that division to emerge? Yeah, well, it's going to come down to the Saints and Tampa— Clearly. And like you said, Atlanta's a wild card because there's a lot of variance. But let's face it, Atlanta was ready to fire their coach and somehow they cobbled together seven wins and did play better. But um, even going back to that final game, Jameis Winston throws the game winning or losing touchdown, depending upon your um, uh, affiliation to uh, Atlanta. So there was a a gifted win for the Falcons. I do think that the Saints just the um, year after year with Breeze, I know he had like seven or eight years ago, some seven-win seasons. But they've been so good, and obviously it hasn't translated necessarily in the playoffs, but they've been so consistently good over the last five years. That's why the Saints are clearly the favorite. Well, they look like they want to take one more shot at this thing. And again, they bring in Malcolm Jenkins and Emmanuel Sanders. Still probably got some gas in the tank. But I got to tell you, it won't be pretty if uh, Drew, Drew Brees goes down and no one would want to see that because who's behind him? Jameis Winston. Yeah, well, yeah. if Jameis Winston didn't work out, you know, obviously you've got um, the Swiss Army knife to uh, Taysom Hill as well. So you can make the case. New Orleans certainly has, um, well, you could have made the case till Dallas picked up the red rifle, you know, that they are, are poised to um, have the backups. Um, it will be interesting to see if Winston, I love what he's doing, coming in for $1 million to be able to learn some ball security from Drew Brees. The Saints are minus 300 to make the playoffs. The, the uh, Bucks minus 225 to make the playoffs. Do both make the playoffs? Just the Saints, just the Bucks. Gun to head. Just the Saints. I'm going wow. to predict Tampa Bay goes 8-8 eight and eight and Brady falls off the cliff this year. All right. Well, you know what? I am not going to dis- be dismissive of your thought because a year ago at this time, 
you had the Kansas City Chiefs going to the Super Bowl. So let's uh, let's see how it plays out. And look, I get it. He's 43, but he's not your normal 43-year-old guy. Coming up, we're going to talk about The Last Dance, episodes 5 and 6. I've got a preview as to what you're going to see, and I want to I want to sort out the real reason and why and how Michael Jordan, well, excuse me, Isaiah Thomas was left off the 1992 Dream Team. But first, well, let's go to the man. We'll see his updates come with a guarantee. <laughs> They're guaranteed not to rust, bust, bite the dust, chip, crack, or peel. That would be Brian Finley with the latest. Thank you so much, Bernie. Andy Dalton answering the Cowboys' help-wanted sign. According to ESPN, Dalton recently drop-kicked by the Bengals, is inking a one-year deal with Dallas, featuring $3 million of guaranteed money. In the meantime, the Cowboys and Dak Prescott continue to jostle over terms on a multi-year deal. The Chicago Bears refusing the fifth-year option on quarterback Mitchell Trubisky. Chicago indicating to Trubisky how much confidence they have in him, how well they think of him. By signing Nick Foles during free agency, Chicago went 8-8 eight and eight last season. The Cincinnati Bengals turning down the fifth-year option on wide receiver John Ross. Ross's career has been marred with injuries ever since coming into the league as the ninth overall pick in the first round in that 2017 draft. Since he putting some faith in a new wide receiver, they drafted in the second round this season in Clemson star T. Higgins, an indication to John Ross that we might be moving in a different direction as we send it back to our guy, Bernie Fratto. Well, thank you very much, Brian. Appreciate that. And uh, what does it mean when Geico says this 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. Mackenzie, we're having a lot of fun. Mack and I on the NBA, you know him, you love him, you can't live without him. We've been doing this segment since February 8th. There are no games, but this segment continues. Tomorrow night, uh, episodes 5 and 6 of The Last Dance, we're all enthralled. I'm like a kid at the candy store. I lived it. I was there. And I'm getting an opportunity to revisit what I saw up close and personal. Tomorrow night, quick preview, quick tease. You're going to see uh, the brand of Michael Jordan start to emerge as, you know, a transcendent basketball player who becomes an iconic brand. They'll delve into the Air Jordan phenomenon, the tennis shoes. Uh, of course, uh, when that uh, first happened, those tennis shoes were just going to be for the team. They were going to wear them, but then they became an incredible, you know, incredible marketing success. Still are today, my, and I bought my son a pair back in the day. You're going to see a, a revisit of the Be Like Mike Gatorade commercial. A little tease. Classic, you're, going to see, you're going to see an update of that. A Kobe sighting. There'll be a Kobe sighting tomorrow, and then they're going to start to delve into the Michael Jordan gambling issues. It's going to get a little bit more intense as we cross the halfway point of the last dance. It's been fun, right? It's been fun to walk down memory lane. I mean, I was only eight years old when the Bulls won their last championship, but it was just part of, you know, they call it Americana. There's something called Chicagoana. Being from Chicago is just something that's in the air. You talk about it every day. You talk about it at the park, Hollywood Park. Shout out to Northside. But it's been a lot of it's been a lot of fun. And I'll, I'll be honest, as someone that has argued against LeBron being top five, top ten player in the world ever, uh, it's been nice. It's been refreshing to have this succession of everyone stop talking and just witness the greatness of Michael Jordan because you could argue LeBron two, three, four, five, and I will have that argument with anybody at Mac and Rivers on Twitter if you want to have that argument. I got a lot of data. It's been a it's been a long time researching this. But when it comes to number one, it's there's no argument. Well I'm not gonna argue with you and I would I said this a couple of weeks ago that uh, look 
And Bill Russell said it best, the great center of the Celtics who won, you know, 11 or 9 championships. Wait, real quick. Is that more than 3? Yeah. It is. It's a slightly yeah, that's what I thought too. I just had to double check, you know, a lot of different Bill Russell once said, Don't compare ghosts, don't compare errors. And I've often said, look, you're never gonna get people to submit. They're never gonna change their opinion. It's like picking out your favorite noodle in a plate of spaghetti. Um I would say this though, it's hard to argue against that Michael Jordan is the most influential player of all time, the most that's consequential true. player of all time. And I wanna tell the story, I told it earlier with Arnie and Aaron, but a lot of people have asked, and I can't believe it hasn't come out more, about the fact that when the 1992 Dream Team was assembled, Isaiah Thomas was cryptically left off it. Let's start out with just a bit of revisionist history. People don't remember this, even if you were around then. Isaiah made the 1980 Olympic team, okay? Now that was the team that was, would, would have gone to Moscow for the 1980 Olympics, President Jimmy Carter at the time boycotted the Olympics because Russia had invaded in Afghanistan. So we didn't feel the Olympic team that year, but Isaiah actually made that team. Jordan, of course, was one of the centerpieces of the 84 team in Los Angeles, where I was living at the time. I actually got to see that team play a couple times. But David Stern was going to make the 1992 Olympic dream team his masterpiece. The U.S. had laid an egg in 88 when John Thompson took a group of college kids and got smoked. And they agreed that the NBA would start to field, or excuse me, the, the Olympic team represent, represented by the United States would include NBA players. But the NBA players, frankly, at the time, they weren't that don- they weren't that jiggy about it. They couldn't have possibly known that the Dream Team, uh, uh, a name that was dubbed by Sports Illustrated six months before, uh, would become what they became. So let's fast forward. In the fall of 91, David Stern was hot and heavy into this, and he really wanted Michael Jordan on the team. He not only wanted him on the team, he wanted him to be captain. He wanted him to be face of the team for all the, you know, the posters and such. Jordan didn't want that. In fact, as 1991 rolled along, Jordan hadn't even committed yet. And a lot of people have always said, well, why wasn't Isaiah on the team since Chuck Daly was the head coach? Well, Chuck Daly may have been the head coach, but it wasn't his decision. Obviously, it was David Stern's. So as we move along, Stern reaches out to Jordan in late 91 and says, Michael, I want you on the team. Will you play? And Jordan was lukewarm. He says, well, do me a favor. Fax me the roster. So Stern faxes the roster, and at that point, they'd handpicked nine players of the eventual 12. If you're scoring at home, the 11th and 12th players were Clyde Drexler and Christian Leitner. Because Shaq was considered out of LSU. Anyway, let me not digress. Jordan says, no, I don't want to play. Stern couldn't figure out what was going on. He said, well, maybe he wants to know who the coaches are. Coaches were Chuck Daly, head coach. The assistants were Lenny Wilkins, P.J. Carlissimo, and Mike Krzyzewski. He faxes Jordan another roster. Isaiah's name is still on it. Jordan says, I'll pass. Stern is now befuddled, but he starts to put two and two together. And he realizes after doing some due diligence that a lot of the players on the team didn't particularly care for Isaiah. Most didn't like him. But there's a qualitative difference here. Jordan would not have played had Isaiah been on the team. The other players would have played. They might not have liked it, but Jordan would not have played. He never once came out and said that to anybody. This is how clever this guy was. Stern faxes a third version of the roster. This time Isaiah's name is not on it. Jordan agrees to play. The rest is history. Now, there have been revisionist accounts told that uh, allegedly Jordan spoke to Rod Thorne uh, at the time and said, 
you know, told him what I just said, and, and Thor denies it vehemently, right? Yeah, just this week, he vehemently denied it. I didn't hear that. Do you tell me what you know? Because like, I didn't hear—was it yeah. on one of the shows? or He said, yeah. He said, Jordan did not talk to me about Isaiah Thomas, period. He couldn't have been more clear, which is— exactly in line with your story if he didn't have to say it doesn't that kind of fit his persona i mean the players today love to get out there love to have their own uh messaging their own branding jordan's brand was oh i play basketball i'm the coolest guy in the world i don't really have time to worry about all your all your politics and all your social things and i'm just jordan that's really very true and he was Mike Jordan until he hit the shot against Georgetown in 82. They started to brand him. And, you know, by the way, he made $93 million in his career. Scottie Pippen made $109 million. Now, Jordan's worth $2.1 billion, but it was because people took him and, and branded him. So you're right. He was not out for that kind of, uh, you know, ceremonious. Pr- this is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royals. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.
ways for the 92 Dream Team. The moral of the story being, Jordan managed to pull this off without well, ever once saying out loud or specifically verbally relating to anybody, I will not play if Isaiah is not on the team. That sequence of events that uh, involving the faxes from David Stern turned out to be true. Plausible deniability. I never said Isaiah Thomas's name. He wasn't on the team. Oh, I didn't notice. I just showed up and played basketball. And let's keep one thing in mind. Isaiah's reputation had been building over years, okay? And Isaiah's not a bad guy. I've talked to him many times, but he's got an alter ego, and he's he can flip on a dime, and behind that angelic smile is an absolute killer. Make no mistake about it. I saw him win a championship in Indiana in 81. When he got to the Pistons, he was a success almost immediately. He helped put that bad boy team together with Jack McCloskey. They found guys with heart, toughness, that refused to lose. And, you know, that team came together and they got to the top of the mountain and actually almost had a three-peat. Jordan was already mad at Isaiah before they walked off the floor, okay? That happened. Isaiah wasn't totally truthful last week. He said, well, the Celtics did it to us, so we did it. That's half true. Some of the Celtics did do that. This was a different situation. And by the way, it was basically Jordan, excuse me, it was basically Isaiah, Lambeer, Aguirre. Chuck Daly went up and hugged Jordan. Joe Dumars shook Jordan's hand. John Sally, who I want to get on the show, shook Jordan's hand. Uh, shoot Jordan's hand. So it wasn't all of them, but Isaiah took the fall because it was his idea. That's why he let John Sally on his team later. He's like, all right, you shook my hand. You can win a championship with me off the bench. What do you, th- you're a Detroit guy. What do you think of Isaiah Thomas? I'm torn. I mean, as a Chicago guy, he might be the He's best. He's from Chicago. The best Chicago basketball player ever. I got to give him respect for that, but I'm a Jordan fan too. So I, I, I wish he could have been on the team. I wish they both could have won together and made up. Brilliant, tough as nails, an incredible uh, competitor, definitely one of the top 50 players of all time. The best. 50. Si- top 50 won two championships as the best player. No, 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 but I, no, I'm just saying. Not is the, too many people have done that. No, no, but they had the top, top 50 list. I mean, this becomes top, a semantical top thing. Top 10. Fair. I'll, I'll go with that. <laughs> okay, cool. I, I, I'll go with that. Get on the record. Yeah, well, I, how, how could anybody argue against that? Well, I mean, there's uh, you could argue. I can argue against that because when a lot of people have been talking, it's Jordan, the greatest of all time, and people talk about Bill Russell, they talk about LeBron, they talk about Wilt. I've not heard How about anyone. Magic. Exactly, I've heard them mention nine other guys, and none of them have they have they. No one has ever mentioned Isaiah Thomas there's in the same guy. breath. Well, no, okay, now that that's a different conversation. <laughs> you asked me how I thought of them, mm-hmm. and the only reason I referenced the top fifties because they came out of the Fugazi top fifty list that Scottie Pippen's on. I would not have put <laughs> Scottie Pippen on the top fifty you list. Brother. Dude, I was here and st- look, I'm not going to doubt the man. Maybe he had a migraine headache. I will only tell you on that day, I think it was June 1st, 1991. No, it was 1989. Yeah, it was an 89 game six. Yep. Oh, seven. Oh, yeah. Game it was seven. game seven. 1990 game seven. Yep. Everybody called BS that day. And look, we <laughs> Scotty Pippen went on. One of the things you haven't talked about in Last Dance is Pippen went on to Houston and he was a whiner. And he went on to Seattle for a minute and he was a whiner. He got paid. He made $109 million in his career. Coming up, we talk more about the Last Dance tomorrow, observations, fun stuff. And I got a Jordan betting story I want to tell you when we come back. I'm Bernie Fratto. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. This is the pregame show you always wanted, so don't go away. You're listening to Straight Out of Vegas. Straight Out of Vegas! One of the best in the business, Bernie Fratto. Hi, I'm Cindy Lauper. For years, I felt awful because of my psoriasis, but I didn't give up. 
my doctor and I chose Cosentix. Cosentix secukinumab is indicated for adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis and is given as a 300 milligram dose. Don't use if you're allergic to Cosentix. Before starting, get checked for tuberculosis. An increased risk of infections, some serious, and a lowered ability to fight them may occur. Tell your doctor about an infection or symptoms like fevers, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you've had a vaccine or plan to. Tell your doctor if your Crohn's disease symptoms develop or worsen. Serious allergic reactions may occur. See our ad in Country Living Magazine. Learn more at Cosentix.com or by calling 1-844-COSENTIX. Cosentix works for me. Ask your dermatologist about Cosentix. Stimulant use disorder is a disease, not a choice. But getting help for your meth or cocaine addiction is. Choose treatment and choose Change California. Find proven treatment options at choosechangeca.org. Tested positive for COVID-19? You have options. The Active 6 study is researching existing medications to learn if they may also help people with COVID feel better faster. The best part? You can participate from the comfort of your own home. We'll send medications to you and you'll take online surveys from your couch. Learn how you can quarantine and take part in much-needed COVID research all at the same time. Visit researchfromhome.org. That's researchfromhome.org. We are back on Straight Out of Vegas, the pregame show you always wanted. I'm Bernie Fratto coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Before I go any further, I want to thank my team back in Los Angeles, Brian Finley, Chris Perfett, and, of course, Eric Roberts, turning all the dials, keeping us glued together. Thanks so much, guys. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. It includes your FICO credit score, and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. Mackenzie, back to the last dance. Following up, this has been in the news all week. It's been a hot topic. Isaiah actually made a very salacious comment about Michael Jordan. Speaking of top 10, in our last segment, we mentioned Isaiah might be a top 10 player. I was actually just looking at my all-time list, and he's actually tied with Wade for 12th, both out of Chicago. But he said something about the t- his top list that got a couple people talking. He said if he was going to go with the best players he ever played against, he'd go with Kareem, the only six-time MVP in NBA history. He would go with Bird, who Phil Jackson also prefers over Magic. Then he'd go with Magic at number three. And then number four, you may have heard about him. There's a movie about him or something going on called Michael Jordan. So one, two, three, fourth in Isaiah Thomas's list. Here's why I say that is bovine scatology, and Isaiah is just angry. First of all, Jordan's Bulls almost beat – there was almost never a bad boys because I'll tell you right now, in Jordan, the first year the Pistons went to the finals – Jordan had them down two to one, and Isaiah was, he stayed up all night saying, what do we got to do? Because they could not stop him. And he called Brendan Malone, Brendan Sir, the assistant coaches at three in the morning and said, I figured it out. And the Jordan rules were created. Now, there's been a book about the Jordan rules. People hear the Jordan rules. Well, where are they? Well, I'll tell you exactly what they are. When Jordan had the ball at the top of the key, the Pistons defense funneled him into the paint. Every time Jordan got anywhere near the paint, when he got near the rim, he was going to the floor. When he left his feet, he was going to the floor. If Jordan was in the middle of the paint and dribbling, they forced him to his left. If Jordan was at the elbow, they would double-team him and trap him. The idea was to impose as much physical contact on him as much as possible and wear him out. It worked for a while. Now, the reason I got off on the Isaiah rant is they beat Jordan's Bulls three out of four times. And I got to tell you, the most impressive 
offensive performance I've ever seen in my life was Game Six of the 1988 conference or NBA Finals in Los Angeles at the Forum. Isaiah uh, uh, torqued his ankle, didn't look like it was going to be able to play, scored 25 points in the third quarter. Now, the Pistons were leading the Lakers three games to two, mm-hmm. okay? This was game six. They had the championship right in their hands. They led by two with a minute to go. The phantom foul on Jabbar, the rest is history. They go to game seven. Why do I bring that up? Because the Pistons lost in the finals in 88, but they came back and won in 89 and 90. They were a whisker from three-peating. Now, Jordan three-peated twice, but he's admitted— and I've seen it on tape that without the bad boys, there would have been no Jordan Bulls. The way I see it, there was two ways to beat the, the, these bad boy Pistons with these Jordan rules. And he, he followed the first way, which is I'm going to do it. I'm going to just bulk up, work out. Be able, if they're going to foul me, I'm going to score anyway. The other way would be to find a secondary player that could shoot because Pippen couldn't. 21% for his career in the finals from three. In game sixes and sevens, 41%. So Jordan was like, you're just not going to help me. You're one for nine and you got a headache or something. I'm just going to have to do this myself, which he practically did. But, you know, Pippen was a good defender. Give him that. And it wasn't just Jordan that was bulking up after that crushing loss to the Pistons. The very next week he's in the weight training and lead by example, everyone around him is like, wow, if Jordan, who never was lifting weights like this, is suddenly doing it, I got to do it as well. And all of a sudden, remember when they had Charles Oakley and he was the enforcer, now you got the whole team having that enforcer attitude. You brought up an outstanding point. The minute they lost that series, the Bulls didn't go on summer vacation. They started their weight training the next week. And who were they motivated by? The bad boys. It's just simply a fact. You really can't have one without the other. Last Dance tomorrow night should be a lot of fun. Mackenzie, good stuff. Fez, I want to thank you for uh, joining us again tonight. Yeah, you should come by more often. We, we miss you out here. I miss you guys and once a month during the offseason, but come football season, I'll there be here go. every week, boys. There you go. Fez is going to be with us the first Saturday of every month, and before you know, we hope, fingers crossed, it will be football season again. Thanks, Mackenzie. Thanks, Fez. That is going to do it for this week's edition of Straight Out of Vegas. I'm Bernie Fratto. Next up, the man from Nashville who brings it strong. It is time for the Jason Martin Show. Straight Out of Vegas! What up? It's Dramos. You may know me from the recap on LATV. Now I've got my own podcast, Life as a Gringo, coming to you every Tuesday and Thursday. We'll be talking real and unapologetic about all things life, Latin culture, and everything in between from someone who's never quite fit in. Listen to Life as a Gringo on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you work in IT, you'll want to check out Changemakers, a podcast profiling IT industry leaders. We dive deep into IT profiles and learn what it takes to drive large-scale IT transformations for successful businesses. Visit changemakers.freshworks.com. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do, and I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael dura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts carol g juan gabriel christina aguilera what do these three have in common you mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.